record. Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and Randy is with me as always wearing a dirty-ass ESPN hat. Real old hat. Worked in it. Been all sweaty in it. But I forgot my nice hat at home. <laughs> this was in the truck. That is a nasty fucking hat. Oh, it's dirty. It's filthy. Yeah, it is. I've had this hat for like 20-some years. It looks like you've had that hat for 20-some years. Yeah. I should probably wash it. It, is, it looks like it's seen 20-some years of bullshit. It has. Literally. It has. I probably wore it on the farm at one point. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some, yeah. sh- there's some shit in that hat. Baseball season has started. Ugh. Damn me, yay. <laughs> I mean, for my boys. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fine. I mean, baseball season started weeks ago okay. for the pros. But, yeah, so Judd got his first at bat in T-ball. He's three and a half, so he's real tiny. Yeah. Hits the ball, and he runs to go chase it. Okay. And, you know, the coach and all of us are like, go to first, Judd. So he, he diverts. Don't, don't chase the ball. And he starts running towards first. Well, a kid gets the ball, runs him down, and tags him out. Mm. And then the kid goes to run back to his spot. And Judd chases him down, tags him back, says, tag, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ran to first even though he was out. So, uh, And then Huck's first at bat, he, he, was, he got like three hits the entire last fall season. His first at bat, he got a hit, a base hit. And then he... Scored his team's first run of the year nice. from second. Yeah, he was he got from he got a base hit. Another kid got a base hit, so he's on second. And then some other kid cranked it, and he got home. Way to go, Hook! So yeah, and I missed I missed Huck's game. Mom sent a video. We had a wedding last night. My buddy Mitch from the old Columbus Racing days. No, I don't have that. He got. I'm sure I did, married. But... Yeah, he got married. He got hitched. So <laughs> sucker. It's about time. I mean, he's one like, born every day. <laughs> he's forty something and been living with his his parents. His now wife, no, uh, his now wife and him bought a house as boyfriend and girlfriend like fifteen years ago. So he got married last night. I was like, "Congrats, you guys should move in together now or do something." They basically been a married couple, but now it's official. So congrats to Mitch and Michelle. Big shout out! Way to go! You did it. It was a good wedding. Good time. They had they had. Tea and lemonade, and then spiked punch and spiked lemonade, and a keg of Bud Light. I did not partake in the Bud Light. Yeah, probably not. I did not. They're like, everybody needs to drink beer. I'm like, no, I had some. I had some of the spiked lemonade, spiked punch. You know, tried it. It. I didn't taste any alcohol. I gotta return this keg tomorrow. Everybody needs to drink <laughs> beer. Pretty much. They were like, we've got the rental fee on the keg itself, and blah blah blah, and everybody drink beer. Some people were. I was not. Not a. Not a having a spiked lemonade, spiked punch, and then follow up with a Bud Light kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm just, Bud Light's okay. It is what a, it is. Not a Bud Light but, guy. Yeah. I'd All right. Do All right. Else. Enough of your bullshit. I just handed you something. You did. Smell it. It's a glass. It smells like glass. It smells like a hermit crab enclosure made love to a rat's nest. Really? No, it smells delicious. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> like, man, that's that's very descriptive. Wow. Okay. No, it smells really good. It smells sweet. Okay. I can smell the bitters. Yeah. Yeah, definitely smell bitters in it. Got it has kind of a cherry scent to it. Okay. It almost smells just like a cherry coke. Really. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, like a cherry coke. It does. Aroma. That, no, that's that's pretty damn accurate. It's like you know what it is. You remember the bottle caps candy? Yeah. It's the cherry cola bottle cap. I like, like those ones. I love yeah, them. I did like those. Yeah, those that's what good. it smells like. They weren't over, they weren't overly sweet. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that a lot of stuff's going on. You got some shit going on today too. Like, so we're we're gonna like kind of rush this. Yeah. If we talk really fast, can we do an hour and 45 minutes? Sure. Great. Let's get it started. All right. Let's go. Oh fuck! I can't do this. Quick, buy, <laughs> buy micro machines. See, <laughs> <laughs> I got some on the floor in that green container. Mm. Matter of fact, the train's still sitting out that Harley was playing with. Right. All right, let's get on this drink because it smells good and my ice is going to melt in it. Try, so it. Gonna try it. Good. You tell me what you think before I take a drink. I've never made this before. It's sweet, which I like, but not too sweet. It's not candy sickly sweet. It's not cough syrup sweet. I it, like this. Okay. It's a little sweet a little, for me. I, I was just about to say, it's probably a little sweet for you. Is exactly what it's, I was about to say. It's a little sweet for me. 
I like this. Okay. Uh, I can taste. It's got simple syrup, I'm assuming. Yeah. And it's got bitters. Yep. It's kind of like an old-fashioned type. It is an old-fashioned. Okay. That's what I was thinking. It is, it, it is an old-fashioned. Okay. That's that's what I was getting, so I'm on spot there. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. I could do this. All right. This is a rum old-fashioned. There it is. Yeah, there's where the extra sweetness is coming in. So I used the Captain Morgan's private stock because I was... I just I, There was something I was reading in an email or some shit in one of the stupid newsletters I get, and they're like, cocktails you need to try. I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah. well, scroll through it, whatever. And this came up. Now, it didn't say use Captain Morgan's. It was like, use dark rum, and then use like navy rum, and muddle your shit with your piss, and you know, put some <laughs> sugar on it, and... I'm like, uh, we're just going to use what I have yeah. and make an old-fashioned. I'm yeah. not muddling anything because, well, I don't have a mortal and pest, so. Mortal and pest? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll roll with it. I, it's pestle and mort. And what, mort? Mort, mortar, bowl. It's bowl. It's fucking bowl. It's bowl and stick. It's a bowl and stick, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a bowl and a stick. <laughs> we have shit. no bowls in this house and no sticks Actually, outside. I, so speaking of, I melted a bowl. Nice. The other day. How did you do that? I bought a new grill. You have a Blackstone. I do. I saw the pictures. I, I was kind of jealous. I bought a Blackstone. Now, I'm and not going to... you gonna... got shrimp on that Blackstone. Hashtag. I did. <laughs> What's it like to be rich? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did catch it. So, I bought a Blackstone. We did, We decided while we were down in Florida, because Jose's been using one for every bit of three years now, four years. And we're like, all right, we'll buy one. We need a gas grill. Like, if the electric ever goes out here right now... There's, we have no way to cook anything. Like, yeah. even with the smoker, because it's electric. Like, we have a fire pit we can cook on, so we'd yeah. be, we just cut oh, I would have sticks. to make a, I'd have to burn furniture <laughs> and make a fire pit. So. Well, your kitchen table would supply you guys with heat and cooking fuel for at least three years. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so fucking big. And it's all hardwood. <laughs> it, it would burn forever. It weighs 500 pounds. You just ridiculous. set the table on fire and set stuff on top of the table. Yeah, like just, as cook, yeah just cook on just top cook of it. Right Almost on. like a hibachi. Yeah. <laughs> so we, so decided, we decided we were going to buy it while we were down in Florida. So we started looking up the prices. Um, They're not cheap. No. So, and that's the thing. The prices I was seeing when I was, when I would go on my phone, I'm like, all right, Walmart, Blackstone. And I put in 43110 which is Lancaster for the Lancaster store. I'm like, that's a thousand nine dollars. I ain't fucking spending that. <laughs> Jose's like, bullshit. They are not a thousand nine dollars. He goes, they're seven hundred dollars. I would say they're still I, I thought eight hundred, but, but I looked uh, when when they first hit and everybody's buying one. They were eight hundred dollars. Yeah, right? I was like looking at them, I'm like, mm, I'm nah. like, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on this fucking thing. Yeah. He's like, bullshit. That's not he goes, the one that I have out there with with the air fryers is six ninety seven. He goes, you pick it up down here. He goes, and you ship it back to Ohio. I'm like, uh-uh. Well, yeah, because then you're going to pay more. an arm and a fucking leg for it. Yeah. So I, I, I took the link that he sent me, and then I plugged in, and the price changed. It went from 1009 to 697 Okay. Which is completely strange. Yeah, that's like odd. The, the price just magically changed. So anyway, ended up buying it yesterday. And it's great. Like, I love it. I spent three hours seasoning it on uh, Friday. Just kind of sat outside, like, sat down uh, downstairs while I was on my phone calls. Putting olive oil on it, letting it burn off. Turn, scrape it, olive oil on it, let it burn off. And just did that for three hours. Just seasoning the whole thing, letting it get seasoned in with all the oils and shit so that we could use it Friday night for dinner. I'd just cook on it. I'm too impatient. Well, it'd be like, you need to season this and burn off bad chemicals. I'd be like, ah, we'll be fine. Ew, I'll throw a steak on there. I would have, but it's cast iron. You got to. I know. It's you, like the. You got you to gotta, you gotta baby it. Like the skillets. Yeah, you got to baby it. So I babied the shit out of it with olive oil. And then. You can baby me with olive oil. I probably could. Mm. I pr you probably prefer bacon grease, though. Ooh. Bacon so then I put bacon grease on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I bet it smelled delicious. It was. It was quite the aroma just the it like burning off and the smoke and everything i was just like oh this is so good <laughs> so then <laughs> you wait for it to cool down and start licking it <laughs> I'm so seasoning it with yesterday 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 i was on on i was on the gram and i was scrolling through the gram and a griddle showed up called the loco griddle okay and i'm like that's spanish for crazy griddle it is 
So I looked at it and I'm like, well, these were the same price. I don't have the air fryer, which I don't, I may or may not use, but I only got the air fryer, honest God, for aesthetics. Okay. <laughs> I might not use the air fryer portion ever. Ever at all. But without the air fryer, it looked goofy as hell. Yeah, I don't care how it looks. I care how it cooks. Right. But it still looked goofy as shit. So I got the air fryers, and I decided if I never use the air fryers, I can use them for utensil drawers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's it like to be rich? <laughs> spend <laughs> spend an extra $300 on an air fryer that I, I'm going to use as a, a drawer. <laughs> utensil drawer. <laughs> well, the Loco ones have this thing, like this smart temperature thing on them. And I'm like, all right. I kind of like that. And I walked inside. I'm like, um... I need to get some sort of thermostat, Liz, for the the Blackstone. She's like, "Well, they had it. They had them at Walmart. We were we were there." And I'm like, "Yeah, we're buying one of those. I don't like I don't kn- like not knowing what the temperature of the grill is. Like I've gotten so used with the smoker of being able to dial it in. You're such a yuppie. I know. Me, I'm like, throw some charcoal on there, lighter fluid, toss a match, poof, and then throw the burgers on. <laughs> Typically, yes." If I'm cooking with charcoal, now you got now you got a freaking smoker that you control with your phone, and I don't really. So funny you mentioned that. I don't really use my phone to control the smoker ever. I mean, fine, you monitor it. With I don't phone. even monitor it from the phone. Oh, okay. Um, the it has the ability to do that. The only time that I use that function is if I know. Okay, hey, we're gonna do stuff, something on the smoker before we leave the house. I pull the cover off, make sure the hopper's full, and then we leave. Yeah. So that when we leave wherever we're doing and coming home, I'll start it up from my phone. Gotcha. That's about the only time I use it. I have other I, – I use other apps to monitor the food cooking. Like I have a, a meter thermometer that I use instead of the probes on – that I use the probes that come with <laughs> – Probes. Probes. I use the probes that come with the smoker, yeah. but I never use them on my actual phone. I always look at the display, and then the meter is an app for iPad, iPhone, Android, whatever. whatever. And I have that set up so that I can – the iPad sits next to the um, the smoker inside, and then I can be anywhere and check the cook time on the meat, what the temperature is, and all these other stuff that the smoker probes just don't give you. Yeah. And it's just a much better system anyway. But now I need a thermostat on my griddle because I'm, I'm fucking poor <laughs> <laughs> after buying that griddle. We collect sticks in the yard to burn in our fire pit. And if we grill, we're going to grill on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how we roll. Yeah. Oh, man. You and I are so vastly different. I know. That's why it works. <laughs> it works so well together. <laughs> no. We are the same. Just I'm poor and fat. Just we've it at some point we diverged. <laughs> yeah, long time <laughs> ago. Long time ago. Probably diverged before we even met. <laughs> Probably. But we were we're we were both you know, just poe white trash, as my dad would say. Poe white trash. So I still am. I mean, no, I mean we're in a, we're in a better spot than we've ever been. I'm just <laughs> bougie white trash now. <laughs> right. You're you're bougie white trash. BWT instead of PWT. Yeah, is that what bougie starts with? Uh, I think I, so. D- I tried to spell it one day and I just I failed completely. It's spelling bougie. B o u g i e. That's boogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Oh man! I, am I wrong? Yes, you are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So I've I've found some uh, funny articles the last few weeks and I've kind of been saving them back. Um, th- this is like legit stuff. I didn't tell you that I had stuff, but I have stuff. I'm getting, um, I'm getting so much microphone. Mic- this, microphone. This thing is just every time I bump the desk, it. I'm, I'm getting feedback from the microphone. Well, don't bump the desk. I can't help it. You'll like this one. This is this is about a uh, a, a pastor. So, oh, so I'm gonna love it because I'm the antichrist. We're gonna get into religious talk. You ready for this? All right, and then after that, I've got the 25 most expensive bourbons in the world. Ooh, I like that. Yes. I've got beer consumption by state lined up, too. Yeah, well, let's, let's just make this stuff. Let's all alcohol. So this is not alcohol. South African pastor farts on congregants to heal and cure them. After drinking wine. Photo goes viral, and there's a picture of him sitting on a dude's head. <laughs> what the hell? So pastor... 
Christ Penelope of Sevenfold, uh, uh, that's my nickname, Sevenfolds, uh, Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in something village in something, something South Africa, I can't pronounce any of those words, is known for farting on his congregants as a means of healing and blessing them. So a pastor of South Africa has created a social media buzz for his unconventional way of healing, in quotes, his followers. Pastor Christ Penelope of Sevenfold Holy Ministries, blah, 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 is known for farting on his congregants as a means of healing and blessing them. Them. Photos of him sitting on people's faces is doing rounds on social media. Who wants media. a mustache ride? <laughs> I do. I do. With people claiming he farts on them. Here's his quote. I don't fart on people. I heal people. <laughs> yeah, I heal the world, too, with every time I blow wind. Yeah, you healed the world as soon as I got out of my truck today. Yeah. People claim that the air from his flatulence doesn't stink, but it's holy. The yeah, church, it's holy, all right. <laughs> the church has been flooded with visitors. But holy. <laughs> well played. That was a good one. That got me. The church has been flooded with visitors to witness the unorthodox pastor in the wake of rumors. But pastor said that the things people are saying are not true. They hear things, like a fart, and believe them, he mentioned. He said what he does this is in quotes, it's not by flesh, but by faith. I disagree. It's definitely coming between flesh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a cheek flapper. Adding that when he sits or stands on his fo- stands on his followers, they do not feel any pain as the Holy Spirit is in charge. Two sources from the church who wish to remain anonymous, wonder why, revealed why others don't didn't mind the unusual ways. They were not happy with it. A 30-year-old man shared he came to the church for prayers and not to be farted on. <laughs> he thinks what the pastor is doing is not right, and Penelope should ask God for another way of healing people. Uh, yeah. Imagine going to, like, confession, and the priest just... <laughs> like, you're healed. Another 40-year-old woman said she stopped going to church, as that was not what she signed up for, as she needed prayers and not farts. <laughs> I don't think anybody signs up for that. That's like apparently people have that. That's, they go to him to get farted uh, on. That is like uh, pastor <laughs> fathers touching kids. Well, that's that. No one, no I one think, went to church for that. I think it's a bit different. I, I think pedophilia is a little bit worse uh, than just farting on people. Well, I'm I'm comparing it because you didn't go to church to get touched. Fair. You didn't go to church to get shat on. Other other pastors are condemning Penelope's behavior and saying he shouldn't be sitting on people regardless of farting on them or not. Pastor Jacob Sibia from Kagasos told the Daily Sun that God doesn't say sit on people to heal them, and pastors should practice what's in the Bible and not what they think is in there. I've I don't read, think any... I've, I've read I've, the Bible. I've read the Bible at least one and a half times, and I don't remember I've anywhere never. where the burning bush shit on someone's <laughs> face. God spoke, to, God spoke to Abraham through a massive fart. <laughs> Oh, Speaking man. of, there's a book that I need to read, and yeah. then I'll report back on it. It's about the entire the entirety of Christian religion being based on based on being high as hell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd like, be interested in reading that. Like the burning bush. So the the burning bush. Just as because you brought it up, you brought up the burning bush, but well, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought up. It's just people. it's just really a redhead's crotch. <laughs> I am on fire today. <laughs> Something's on fire. <laughs> so the act, it ain't the bush. So the 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 tree, the burning bush that they claim is the burning bush, actually lives in that region and has a very high mescaline uh, potency in it. Yeah, I that makes that. you high as hell. So when you you lick the tree, you look at the tree, and then the tree's on fire, and then it talks to you. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Like licking toads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So guys over there farting on people and other people are saying you shouldn't. But honestly, if people are going there and saying, hey, fart on me to heal me, he's not really hurting them and they're asking for it. So if you ask for it, that's different. But did you say if you asked for it? If you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bar- butt jokes. It's all butt jokes at the Butt Corn Podcast. This is what you come for. I hope Mo's doing something dangerous right now. Oh. Hope he's lifting weights or going it's, to the dentist. It's going to be great. Going to Krentis, the dentist. 
Um, yeah, so that's one article. I've got a couple more, but we can do your thing first. Go ahead and give, give me, me another get, one. Get another one, Roland? Yeah. All right, let me, I'm going to try and finish this drink. I'm too. making you up another one. Oh, geez, okay. <laughs> Happy noises. What we know about COVID, this is obviously something we've all dealt with over the last couple of years. I don't. What's COVID? What? It's it's a it's just a rumor. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm it's fine not with real. That. Okay. What we know about COVID and penis size, as man says, it shrunk his genitals. <laughs> my, that's my problem too. <laughs> and instantly, when I just read the headline, I think of George Costanza. I was in the pool. <laughs> I had COVID. I swear this never happens. Anecdotal reports have emerged from men. Men, multiples, I haven't read this article, I just read the headline, who say their penis has decreased in size after having COVID. But it's uncertain how widespread it is. The topic was highlighted this week in the How to Do It Sexual Advice Podcast. There's a sexual advice podcast? Why didn't we start there's, that? There's several of them. <sighs> it's already a niche it's that's like been that taken. Dr. The only, Ruth or whatever her name was, the old lady. The only niche that wasn't taken was background noise. That's us. That's us. That's us. We are worthless. Um, the How to Do It Sexual Advice Podcast by Slate, in which a man got into, in contact to say he had lost, in quotes, about an inch and a half of length from his penis. Was he measuring every thing. week? <laughs> I think he just put on a lot of weight because he was sitting at home and not doing anything. Probably. Because <laughs> trust me, from experience, putting on weight and losing weight makes a difference. <laughs> yeah. You can either see it or you can't. I can see it if you give me two mirrors. Well, <laughs> you got to work the angles, man. It's all about the <laughs> angles. He added, it's apparently due to vascular damage, and my doctor seemed to think it's likely permanent. What, is he a porn star? <laughs> I don't know, man. Was he making money off of his dick? Uh, does not Do say Do have yet. an OnlyFans page? <laughs> yes. Where he takes pictures of his feet, but he includes just the tip. Just the tip of his toe. <laughs> yeah. It's not the only such report. A study published in the Lancet Medical Journal last year Looked over 3,700 people, I'm assuming they just mean men, with confirmed or suspected long-term COVID with illness lasting over 28 days. It identified more than 200 potential symptoms from several different areas of the body. Uh, then that's not my problem because I only had it for like three days. Yeah, you're fine. Among them were reports So I just have a small dick. In the size of, yeah, <laughs> you can't blame COVID Can't blame yours. COVID for that. Uh, decrease in the size of testicles slash penis. Though these were reported in a small minority of respondents, less than ten percent. Hold on, it it's only been reported by minorities. No, it, it's it said. Uh, let me scroll back up. You said it. A uh, small minority. Decrease uh, the a small minority of respondents. This is a race. This, this column's racist. racist. It's only minorities. It's only minorities. They're all Asian too. Small Weird. minorities. <laughs> Oh, man. Asian dwarves. <laughs> Asian dwarves have smaller penises now because <laughs> of COVID. They're just small minorities. <laughs> They're pickup blinders. You should you should have seen it before I had COVID. <laughs> you think this is impressive. <laughs> like an apple holding, a baby's arm holding <laughs> an apple. Uh, now it's just like a snake tongue. <laughs> just, With, split at the it tip. Just, <laughs> you you take a piss and it's just like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> it just flaps around. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky, flowy, and arm inflatable tube guy. <laughs> uh, this relates to the penis and erections because erections are blood flow events. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. That's why you get lightheaded. Winter said, you get hard because a whole bunch of blood moves into your penis and stays there. When those blood vessels are affected, you know, then you can get erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Oh, man. So if you have COVID and your penis shrunk, send us an email. If you're, if you're a tiny minority and you had COVID for over 28 days. <laughs> send us an email, buckhornpodcast.gmail.com. Tell us your story. Yeah, I'll have you on the show for that one. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, yeah. I'm a midget. I'm, I'm a Mexican midget. I don't know that you can say midget anymore. Uh, yeah, I think you can. Can you? Why not? <sighs> just... You can say anything. There's just repercussions of some things. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot you can say. You just, you know, you have to be willing to deal with the fallout. Guess what else? There's fallout. Washington State Democrats declare marijuana racist. Great, because it was racist before. <laughs> marijuana is racist. That's it, what the whole reefer madness was. It did a racism. Reefer madness was 
essentially black people and Mexicans smoking weed and raping white white women. Jesus, I can't even yeah. say that fast. That's what well reefer madness was. Uh, it says the Democrats have argued that the word marijuana is derogatory. The no, word it's not. And has a long history of racism against black and brown people. Granted, it's questionable how a word indicates one race is superior to others, but that won't stop Washington State Democrats. They are so fucking... Melanie Morgan, a Democrat in the Washington House of Representatives, sponsored the bill that makes this declaration. In 2010... What'd she want to call it? I don't know. I'm getting there. In 2010, Morgan testified to the ill effects associated with the word marijuana. She said the, uh, the term marijuana itself is pejorative and racist, Morgan said. As recreational marijuana use recreational marijuana use became more popular, it was negatively associated with Mexican immigrants, Morgan said. I've never thought of weed and thought Mexican immigrants. I haven't either. I think Snoop Dogg. I think Willie Nelson. I think Cypress Hill. <laughs> I think yeah. Like I think a lot of people, black, white, whatever, I don't think oh Mexican immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're it's they're the here to take our outside, jobs yeah. and smoke our weed. It's the guy standing outside of Home Depot. So <laughs> they're just so, all the weed. So we did raise we, we did religion. Yeah, now so we're doing racism. Now we're doing racism in politics. So they want to they want to they want to replace the word marijuana with cannabis. That's not that's not racist. But but, but they call it <laughs> cannabis anyway. No, they also call it what? Uh, they got marijuana, Mary Jane, weed, sticky icky, sticky icky, uh, s- grass, skunk, something, skunk weed. Afghani. We got uh, it's spliff. Yeah, a spliff, joint, a blunt. Doobie. I mean, they're all the same thing for marijuana. It, fuck you, it, Melanie. Whoever Morgan, Melanie Morgan, whoever voted for you, needs <laughs> punched in their shrunken they, COVID testicles. They need to do a better job of not voting for you. Not voting for you, one, and you need to quit wasting taxpayer money. On stupid fucking shit. <laughs> I like this is from the Washington Examiner. The writer wrote, "In reality, there's no link between marijuana and Mexican immigrants." Still, Washington State Democrats can rest easy knowing they just provided a pointless remedy to a non-existent problem. Right? Wasted oh, money, man. That's, that is wasting taxpayer so, time yeah, and money. I'm not, I'm not gonna read the whole article. Fuck it's out off, there. Melody bullshit. You can whatever. It Parker Becker, whatever the fuck your last name was. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Melody Morgan. She has two first names. Yeah. Well, she can't be trusted like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> or somebody named Bill Billionson. Williamson. Bill William. Bill Billionson. Yeah. If I didn't already have it on my moniker, I would change it to Bill Billionson. <laughs> my sister dated a guy whose name was William Williamson. Awesome. Called him Bill Billson. I would have called him Billy Willie. <laughs> just, this is the kid that I ignored one day when I was home. And they came in at like one o'clock in the morning after being at a at a country party. Okay. I came downstairs in my boxers. This is when I was ripped. And just kind of walked up to the fridge, opened the fridge while they were standing there talking. Put your penis in. Nope. Grabbed the gallon of milk out of the fridge, closed it, chugged half a gallon of milk right there, put it back in the fridge, went, hi, Sarah, and walked away. (laughs) That's my brother. She, he was like, what the hell? He, my sister goes, he doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> like that was him being nice. <laughs> that, yeah, you you lucky you didn't get that gallon of milk on you. So anyway, that's funny. Melanie Morgan with two names, as Randy would say, go f yourself. Yeah, she probably does. Probably she probably uses like some of those online ads you see. I bet she smokes cannabis. No, while telling everybody it's wrong to call it marijuana. No, 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 no. She smokes dad grass. Which is not weed. It's just basically smokable CBD and then tells everybody she's smoking weed. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, all right. So I've got... Speaking of weed, real quick. Yeah. At the wedding last night, Beth had to go... Beth hasn't been feeling good. She's in some pain right now. Um, not going to get into all the details, but she goes, hey, I'm going to go sit in the truck for a little bit. Appendicitis. No, she did have that once. Oh. But okay. that's been removed. Never mind. Um, but she goes, hey, I'm going to go sit in the truck. You know, stay here, have a good time. I just got to get it because we're only sitting in folding chairs. They're not the most comfortable. Yeah, No, folding chairs suck. And, uh, yeah. So, and I kept standing up because I was getting tired of sitting. So she goes out of the truck, and then <laughs> five minutes later, I get a message. Hey, you know that woman officiant that just married Mitch and Michelle? I said, yeah. She goes, she's out here smoking pot. <laughs> I was like, nice. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Who cares? No, she, thought, mean, she no. thought it was funny. She went upset, but anyway. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the, that's 
good for her. Great. That's yeah, awesome. I don't care. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um, all right. So these are the 25 most expensive bourbons in the world. Blanton's. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you three guesses of... Just give me three that, that might be on this list. Pappy. Okay. Has to be on there somewhere. But in the world, I don't know enough of super rare, like tens of thousands. I'm sure there's some that's stupid. But if I had to guess, based on my limited knowledge, after five years of trying different bourbons and whiskeys, I would say some kind of Pappy, some form of Blanton's, not a regular Blanton's, but some of the okay. rare ones. And probably something dumb. Probably something from like Willet. Okay. Like a high, stupid end, garbage tasting Willet that's like Yeah, Willet is kind of gross. For what yeah, for what for, it is. For what it is, it is not I've not had a Willet that I've thought, yeah, that's worth the price. Like I I've only well, I've only had the pot still bottle. Not good. Yeah. Which makes me not want to try anything else. Um, Wait, and people now, tell me that I'm crazy. You said bur- this is the top twenty five bourbons. It's most expensive bourbons in the world. Okay, so we're not talking like Irish whiskey or scotch. Nope. Okay. Bourbon. So they are American. I'm, my my best guess is a Pappy. Okay. I'm not sure if it, uh, if I know any others that'll be on the. So list. you you said Pappy, you said a Blanton's, and I said a Willet, and a, and a Willet. Okay, Willet. yeah. So at number twenty five, we've got Parker's Heritage Collection Second Edition, twenty seven year old small batch bourbon out of Kentucky. See, this is going to be dumb because it's like super limited rare stuff. Yes. It's, it's, so I'm not going to be able to guess any of them. Well, so. but you said Pappy. Pappy's on the list. I figured a Pappy is on the list. Okay. okay. So what's this one cost? So this one, the average price is $4,856. <laughs> well, Blends and Willard are off the table. At it this is point. 48%. The tasting notes are sweet corn, buttered popcorn, corn syrup, honey, and a light oak. So it's moonshine. It's all corn. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like that that four times distilled moonshine I brought that we hated, which was <laughs> so it doesn't give the age statement. I wish the gate well it does. It's twenty seven year old. Um, I take that back. Um, so, and I think all of these have a, a, an age statement on them, so they're all going to be super old. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like not super old, but they're all going to be. They're well not going to be a four. I would say year. you're not going to see like a, a two year. <laughs> no. All right, the next one is Parker's Heritage Collection First Edition, 11-year-old cast-strength bourbon. That's more than the 27-year-old. It is more than the 27-year-old. Huh. Interesting. Okay. It is $4,867. It's only $12 more. <laughs> and it's, well, sign me up. But it's a cast-strength, so it's 61 to 63% with tasting notes of stewed plum, ugh. Ugh, cinnamon, vanilla, and cherry. Okay, Stew- cinnamon, the stewed plum, I like plum sauce sometimes with Japanese food, <laughs> Chinese food, whatever. Yeah. But I'm not sure, but when you I said just the think cinnamon, vanilla, I, and cherry, now I'm intrigued. I just, when I, when I, when, because I didn't read the tasting notes. I did read, th- I did look just through the, the article and looked yeah. at the prices, but I didn't read the tasting notes. Um, when I see stewed plums, I think of stewed tomatoes, and stewed tomatoes are fucking disgusting. I like stewed tomatoes. So, mm. It's like pasta sauce. It's like marinara. Mm. Just rub it on my nipples. I guess. Uh, all right. Number 23. Old Rip Van Winkle, or Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve, 20-year, 20 20-year-old 20 straight bourbon. Average price, $5,243. ABV. We're only on the third, third on this list, and I'm already mad. Right. <laughs> I'm already angry at these prices. It's 45.5%. For, for the price of that bottle, I could buy three old pickup trucks that run. Yeah. <laughs> and I have. Well, the, the prices go up from here. Actually, almost four. I, I've bought pickup trucks for 12 to 1500 bucks and driven them daily, long distances. Well, like I said, the, oh, price, the prices go up from I'm here. I'm sure. Let's keep going. Oiled leather, smoke mineral. Oiled leather on the taste or on the nose? Ta- this is tasting notes. Oiled, oiled leather? Oiled leather, Ugh. smoke, minerals, coffee, cigar box. So basically, you found, you found somebody's lunchbox stash in an old mine in the bowels of West Virginia and just licked the inside of that leather box. Pretty much. Where they have a half chewed up cigar sitting in there for two centuries. And I, I have to re- I have to redact a statement of it something being not four or six years old. Old Taylor six six year old Kentucky straight bourbon. That's the Kentucky tavern of this list. I don't care what the price is. It already sounds bad. This this is fifty three hundred and eighteen dollars. Oh my goodness. Tasting notes, honey and oak. 
I mean, I would like that. That sounds that does, okay. That doesn't sound like Kentucky Tavern. That t- that sounds like you're licking sap off a tree, but I'd I mean, try it. It's I'm, I'm fine with that. Number 21, Blanton Silver Edition. Hey, I got it. You got one. $5,430. No. Now, the Silver Edition, from what I remember, was only available in Poland. They can keep it. 49%. And tasting notes are, I don't know what the hell quince is. Q-U-I-N-C-E. Quince. I don't know. I'll Google Quince, while you read the rest. Mandarin and cinnamon and vanilla. So it's a fruity vanilla. Yeah. But I don't know what quince is. I've never got to Google. Okay. Quince. What is what is quince? Uh it says fruit. I'm pulling it up. Okay. Quince. No, that's not it. Quince. A highly fragrant pear-like fruit that must be cooked before eating. Okay, so it's fruity. It's fruity and vanilla. It's fruity and vanilla. Okay. I didn't. I've, I've never heard of that. I never either. That's I, I, that's why I was like, am I even pronouncing it right? I had a gym teacher named Quincy once. Yeah, it's probably like Kintz or something. Yeah, it's probably like. Number twenty, we got John E. Fitzgerald, very special reserve, twenty-year-old straight bourbon whiskey, at fifty-five hundred and nineteen dollars, forty-five percent, with tasting notes of caramel, cocoa, and clove. I don't know how that one would taste. The caramel and cocoa is good, but then the clove is kind of like... Clove clove would probably... I don't know. I would call the clove a baking spice. I guarantee you it would not taste like $5,500. It might. (sighs) It might taste like $5,400. I could win the lotto for a billion dollars. I I would buy every one of these bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, I'm buying every bottle. (laughs) What's it like to be poor? Coke. (laughs) Do it do with Coke Zero to make it real nasty. Right into the bottle so you can't unmix it. <laughs> Mix it all up. <laughs> Buy it and pour them all in a big vat. Like this is my infinity vat. I just like, mixed all twenty-five of these. Dumped. Cost ev- me twenty-seven thousand dollars. Well, probably more than that. More than that. Like eighty thousand dollars. More than that. Oh jeez. Uh, I just dumped all of these into the back of my brewmate back tap and kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm going for a walk. And I'm You're just walking around your yard drinking it. Drinking, drinking it. It'd be awesome. Oh, man. All right. So, Parker's Heritage Collection 3rd Edition Gold Anniversary Bourbon. So, this is more than the first or second. As Yeah. As we go up, the prices go I up. I bet you the number one on this list is Jefferson's Ocean Voyage 3. God, I hope so. It <laughs> would be awesome. It's not, but that would be awesome. Actually, Mo reached out to me. He's like, what Jefferson's did you have the other day? I'm like, the Twin Barrel? Yeah. He's well, like, he's like, what number is it? I'm like, the twin barrel doesn't, it, it's not numbered. I'm like, oh, he's oh, talking about ocean. Yeah. I said it was, it was 24. It wasn't good. Don't buy it. <laughs> Matter of fact, said, buy it all and give it to I, us I mean, and we'll if, dispose of it if, for you. If you want to, you can buy it, but just don't buy it. <laughs> if I was in your position, I'd buy something else. <laughs> I'd buy a different bottle of Jefferson's. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, don't buy it. I don't know if he bought it or not, but. It's Mo, he bought it. I'm like, just don't, don't buy it. It's not. It was it was good. We liked it. It was all right. No, we liked it. We gave it good reviews. Did I? We were yeah, we were both in, we were impressed because I'd hyped up three so much and we heard so many bad things. We, you had seventeen. I had I think nineteen and we didn't like it as much. Yeah. And then twenty four impressed us and I left it here. So You did yeah, you did leave it here. Yeah. You gave it good reviews. Okay. You said to buy it and try it. No. You, like you weren't like hunt it, but you're like, yeah, give it a shot. If I were in your position, buy something else. <laughs> <laughs> You're fickle like a woman. I know. Um, all right. So the the Parker's Heritage Third Gold Anniversary Bourbon Whiskey is fifty six hundred and forty two dollars at fifty percent, and has tasting notes of vanilla, mustachio cherries, butter, and smoke. <laughs> mustachio cherries. Yeah, they're mustachios. <laughs> I just pictured cherries that look like Zorro. They, they have little mustaches. Mustache. Yeah. They're mustachio cherries. Carrying little swords, rapiers around. <laughs> How dare you use the word rapier on this show? That's racist. <laughs> the women who listen to this are going to be super offended. <laughs> Good. <laughs> if this is what offends women from our show, we've done all right. Rapier. Well, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling okay. What kind of sword is that? Rapier. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to your manager. Okay. I don't have one. I mean, Randy, someone wants to talk to you. (laughs) Send send them to me if they get offended. That would go over well. Number 18. Old Fitzgerald bonded very, very old, 12-year-old bourbon whiskey. I would not have 
picked Old Fitzgerald anything for this list. I would have never guessed. I will not. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. It's just not a name that I. It's not a name with that I. It's five thousand plus dollars, and it, it's something we can't get here in Ohio anyway. Well, but it's I, only like probably a, none of this we can get in Ohio. Hundred dollar bottle. Uh, average price is sixty six hundred and fifty three dollars at fifty percent, and uh, the tasting notes are parent company Heaven Hill. <laughs> That's it. It just says parent company Heaven Hill. There's no tasting notes There's for this. Nothing. You know, I first it was off, never released out to the public, so no one can ever buy it. First off, the lowest octane so far, I believe, is 48. percent So I will say at least they're saying staying high octane for the price. Um, speaking of Heaven Hill, no, we had a 40 percenter. Oh, did we? Yeah, nope, the, the old Taylor number six or six year old. That's dumb. We did a. I was watching. There's a new show. Uh, the Moonshiners people made yeah. a new show called Moonshiners American tradition and tim smith with different people go around he like researches traditional bourbons and whiskeys where they started and he recreates the stills that were used the ingredients and he tries to remake what george washington did or elijah craig did did you know that the whole toasted barrel and bourbon was an accident no so elijah craig had these barrels he's going to put his whiskey into ship Mm -hmm. he lightning struck a barn the story goes and it caught fire it charred the barrels, but they saved them. He okay. decided to put the whiskey in anyways and send it down the Mississippi. So it's on a boat rocketing for however long it took back then. Right. And when they opened it down in Louisiana, I believe. Yeah, because they would have they wouldn't have gone like by riverboat. It would have been like a big flat raft on a pole. Like so, yeah. pole, they would have been pushed by pole. Oh uh, yeah, Huck Finn and um uh, and uh, what was it? Tom Sawyer. Yeah, they went down the river with them. Um. But anyway, yeah, when they got there and they opened it and poured it out, they're like, oh, my moonshine, my corn whiskey is different looking. It's and they tasted brown. it. it went, it's rotten. Elijah Craig is the reason we have the bourbon we know today. Thank you, Elijah and Craig. And we know in bourbon, I found out, you like this with your French heritage. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I got something. Bourbon County was named after a Frenchman. Oh. So that's where the name bourbon came from. Nice. I like that. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I saw that literally today. I was like, oh, I could talk about that on the show. That's relevant. Yeah, that is relevant. I found out. Uh, well, I didn't find out. Um, so I did the 23 and Me. Yeah. Like several years ago. And at one point, I was, I had like 0.2% Viking, Scandinavian, like that area. Well, they, they're always retesting that and rerunning the numbers. Okay. I don't have any... Scandinavian in me apparently anymore. <laughs> what he left? He, he, he's like fuck this. I'm out. He got out of the bed. He's like this is done. I'm done. This is stupid. Uh, Three years ago, I had a Scandinavian in me. <laughs> African though. Uh oh. Was point oh two percent. Yeah, it was real low. Now it's point eight. Oh, it's you're almost a percent. You're moving. Me up. and DJ are almost on the same level. <laughs> Basically the same. I, we're, we're all the same, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> Except I just can't really say words. <laughs> I saw a meme that was of Elmo talking to two black puppets, and then all the thing the meme said was, "Can Elmo say it if it's a lyric in a rap song?" I mean, can you? No, 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 no. no. You cannot. You cannot. All right, number seventeen. Old Rip Van Winkle, Pappy Van Winkle yep. Family Reserve, twenty-three year old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, seventy-two hundred dollars. $6,942 at 47.8% well, with tax. caramel, ripe apples, cherries, oak wood, tobacco, and chocolate. That sounds like a really odd combination. It is. That went, that's like fruity, say, wood. Well, so, and that's the thing. So chocolate. if this were a 12-year, you would have caramel, apples, cherry, and chocolate. But because it sat in the barrel for so damn long, like 23-year to me is like chewing on a toothpick. I've never had it. I can just imagine, like the it's like licking the barrel. It's after it, the whiskey's been that, poured out. Like it's you know the whiskey's been in there. Yeah, but it tastes just like charcoal well, and that oak wood, and that's what like that tobacco comes through. Like I've never had tobacco on anything on Not a on a, on a six note. year or even a nine or twelve year. Yeah, I was gonna say we've had we've had some stuff a decade or so, and I've never had tobacco flavor. Like I, I and I only ever see tobacco on anything really over. Old. Like, say, 12-plus years. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had anything that I've thought, ooh, that tastes like some good tobacco. Yeah. So number 16, Buffalo Trace OFC old, Old-Fashioned old Copper Bourbon Whiskey. So OFC is one of their, like, premium, premium brands. Like, they're 
thousands of dollars, hundreds, hundreds. Well, obviously, if it's on this list. Hundreds and hundreds of pennies. <laughs> so many pennies. Uh, average price is $7,042. And actually, in part, in one of the um, the Ohio bottle lotteries, they have OFC in oh, the yeah. lottery. I think it's like $2,200 or something for the bottle. Um, so 45% tasting notes of dark chocolate, tobacco leaves, dates, leather, black pepper, and cinnamon. That sounds awful. Doesn't it? That sounds absolutely terrible. I want to try it. We can just get leather and black pepper and cinnamon and we'll, we'll just pour it all on your table and let you lick it. Sweet. Mm, we'll wait. snort it. Can't wait. Uh, number 15 is Colonel E.H. Taylor, Cured Oak. Oh, I didn't think of E.H. Taylor. Okay. Straight Kentucky bourbon. It is an average price of $7,855. Jeez. 50%. Caramel, corn, butterscotch, licorice, blech, pepper, and tobacco. Yeah, I'm out on licorice. I'm out on licorice. Hard pass. Uh, Michter's 20-year limited release single barrel. Would not have guessed a Michter's on there. I I would have. I don't know enough about Like I, I like their like, bourbon and their rye, but the, aside the, from them, I don't know. The Michter's 20-year... I've never that had they, it. I've never had it, but the that shit always goes for a couple thousand dollars oh, on I, secondary. I didn't know that. Um, so average price is $7,980. It's 57%. You get black cherry, rich molasses versus poor molasses. <laughs> honeysuckle. Like to be rich molasses? Right. <laughs> Can we start calling black people rich molasses? <laughs> not rich, a, rich black people? Not all. I would say not all of them. <laughs> Playfully racist. Anyway, roasted pecans, toasted charred oak. I like how you're trying to move along. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't just make a racist comment. I didn't. I didn't. I never said that. It, it was a question. It was an honest question. It was a question. If you're black and rich, reach out to us at bookhornpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us if we can call you Rich Molasses. Or if your name is Rich Molasses. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> If we get an email from richmolasses at gmail.com. I'll be like, holy shit, there's some dude out there. His name is Rich Molasses. Rich Mole Asses. Mole Asses. <laughs> he farts on people and heals them. My boys like to play a game. They just want to name animals. So we all, we're driving. It's like, okay, it's dad's turn, Huck's turn, Judd's turn, mom's turn. And one of Huck's favorite things to say is a naked mole rat. They're naked. <laughs> it's just like, he doesn't give her and He's like, naked mole rat. I'm like, where in the world did you come up with that? Discovery Channel. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. All right, so here's one I've never heard of. What number are we at? We're at 13. Okay. A.H. Hirsch, Reserve 16-Year-Old Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Never heard of it. Me neither. $8,087, oh, 45%. Oh, that's why I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Because it's $8,000. Right. Toffee, vanilla, smoke, baking spice, and black pepper. Toffee, vanilla... Toffee, baking vanilla. spice, smoke, baking spice, and not not pepper. vanilla smoke. It isn't. It isn't up from Parsons Avenue. It's vanilla and smoke, <laughs> baking spices and black pepper. Hmm. That could be all right. This one I could see being on here. So number twelve, we're at W. L. Weller, which is different than Weller. That's, yeah, that's the nineteen year. Same name, same guy. Yep, same guy, but just a different, different different thing. Nineteen year old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey at. and the parent company is Sazerac. There's no tasting notes. Crazy. So we just, we, so this is where things get dumb. Start getting stupid. Well, they got stupid when you started at 25 for $4,000. They did. But it's starting at number 11. A.H. Hearst, fine reserve, 20 year old straight bourbon whiskey, $11,658 at 45.8%. Toasted honey, cocoa, and tobacco. That was a big jump. That's what I'm saying. You're, like, you're we like, went there from were small increments for a long time, and then it just shot up like three and a half grand. Yeah, we went from eight grand to eleven grand. Oh, eight, yeah, eight two to eleven six. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's you, you remember getting gas growing up? It was like eighty seven octane was say a buck nineteen. Yeah, and then eighty nine was a buck twenty nine. Yeah, and, and then, then premium was a buck thirty nine. Yeah, and yeah. now everything's fifty cents apart. Yeah, or which. More. That all happened while I owned my S5. Like it was like, oh, okay, gas is a, it's it's two fifty. All right. So you know you're paying about two seventy. I was gonna pay two seventy. I, I showed yeah. up one day. It's like three fifty. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. I walked over. I'm like, why? What happened? I, I I got gas here yesterday in my other car and everything was fine. Like, why is there such a like? Why is there a two dollar difference now between 
premium and unleaded. She's like, I don't know. I just work here. Fair. Great answer. Yeah. She. I mean, she probably has no clue. I'm going to start using that. I don't know. I just work here. I might use that (laughs) Tuesday. You're going to be at a restaurant like, sir, what would you like to eat? I don't know. I just work here. I don't know. (laughs) What would you like? I don't know. I just eat here. What do I want? (laughs) You tell me. All right. Number 10. Michter's 25-year single barrel bourbon at... 12,424, mm. 58.1%. And you're going to get black pepper, oak, dark fruit, brown sugar, and caramel. I paid that for our Jetta when we bought it, and it was only like a two-year-old Jetta at the time. Yeah. Same. That's nuts. Same. So we're, we're starting to get into car prices here. No, we've been in car prices since the start. Well. Depends on what kind it, of car you, you're okay with driving. We're at number nine. Uh-oh. Colonel E.H. Taylor, Warehouse C, Tornado Surviving, straight oh, Kentucky That's whiskey. why it's worth more, because the tornado didn't take it out. There, Well, that's less barrels. Doesn't matter. That does not, I don't care. $12,825 uh, a bottle. No. 50%. It's the, same, it's the same crap as the regular stuff, just, oh, this barrel survived. Yeah. No. It's the same as any other year. Jam-like fruit, vanilla, and smoke. Yeah, I'm going to jam-like it right up their cornholes. The smoke is when the warehouse caught fire. <laughs> They're in smoked barrels. All right. The barrels catch fire. Number eight. Will it? The Ocho. Family. So I got so I got everything. Will All it. three of my guesses are on here. Uh-huh. Will it? Family estate bottled single barrel 16-year-old straight bourbon whiskey. At $16,660, it's 60.6% pine, eucalyptus, toffee, apple. Not toffee, That sounds apple, more like toffee, a apple. scent than a bourbon. Yeah. Like, that's something you smell, not drink. Yeah. Uh, I don't want my whiskey to taste like pine or eucalyptus. No. I am. I don't live in the Pacific Northwest, and I am not. I quote, I am not a koala bear. <laughs> You're a bear, though. Um, rawr. Rawr. <laughs> uh, this one, number seven, I expected to be on the list. Oh. Eagle Rare, Double Eagle Very oh, Rare, 20 about. year old yeah. Kentucky Street Bourbon Whiskey at $17,300. <laughs> I've heard of that one, but I didn't know the price. Screw that. Well, it's a $2,000 bottle at the bottle lottery, but you can turn it around and get 20 grand pay, out of this. I would pay $2,000 for. A bottle lotto win, bottle bottle lotto win. You and I would taste it, and then I would sell the rest and still make ten grand. Yeah, well, I'd I, be okay with that. I always said because I've seen this bottle go for twenty, twenty two, twenty five. Similar bottle. I always said if I if I had the opportunity to buy this bottle, I told Liz, I'm like, I will buy this bottle. I said, and I will sell this bottle. Partially with the caveat <laughs> of I get four ounces out of the bottle. Yeah. So if it sells for twenty thousand dollars, I take four ounces. I'll sell it for seventeen. I'll sell it for ten. If I may, if I pay two grand. Oh no no! I'm going to sell it for what people are going to buy it for. Well, I, I, I mean, know, but I'm saying anything's profit over two grand. So you get to taste it. Yeah, seventeen grand would be amazing. I would take. I would. I'd put it up for seventeen. I would. It, it, I wouldn't even think ten isn't even in the ballpark at that point. If you would be stupid to leave seven thousand dollars out there, I, I agree. Okay, I was just saying I would be happy with well profit period. Well, yes, anybody would be, but yeah. but max profit, but corn, max profit. What number? All are right, you at? we're at number six. Let's finish these up real quick. Old Rip Van Winkle, Winkle, Old Rip Van Winkle, handmade Family Reserve, sixteen-year-old straight oh, bourbon whiskey, as opposed at to machine made, nineteen thousand four hundred and seventeen dollars at fifty point five percent. You're now you, you. My parents bought their first two-bedroom, one-bathroom house after Kevin was born. We used to live in a one-bedroom apartment. They bought a house off of my grandparents mm-hmm. for twenty thousand dollars. Now, That's, granted, that was 1987 in the Lower West Side ghetto of Columbus. Still a great price. But it was $20,000 for the entire house. And I bet you, you know what? And yard. Yeah. And they took a mortgage out for that probably, too. Uh, yeah. We were, dude, we were poor. Yeah. Now you see my parents' property, you, you take know a, that, but. Take a mortgage out for a bottle of whiskey. Nope. Okay. Number five, Michter Celebration Sour Mash Whiskey at $21,152 at 58.4%. With caramel, molasses, rye spice. We're just going to go with stone fruit and vanilla. (laughs) 
okay, it gave the name of it's like autumnal. Okay. O U T U O U yeah O U fuck A U T U M N A L. I'm googling. Autumnal. Autumn. Autumn. A U T A U T U M N Autumn. Ool. A L. Stone fruits. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, are they fall? Like, they're only available in the fall? Whatever. Number four. <laughs> the Last Drop 1980 Buffalo Trace Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So, a bottle from 1980. $22,155. That's just going to taste like a, a Rave hairspray, a mullet, and some Paul Mullis. Well, no, because it's not... It's been in. It's not. It's been in a barrel since 1980. It is one of the last bottles from 1980. Gross. Average price twenty two thousand one hundred fifty five dollars at forty five percent. That's past the expiration date. Figs, dates, mustachio cherries, wood, saddle leather, pipe tobacco, toffee, plums, raisins, walnuts, and butterscotch. You guys, <laughs> sounds awful. You're smoking a pipe and and eating a nut mix. <laughs> you're eating trail mix and smoking a tobacco pipe. Yeah. Honestly, that's I, I've done that before, <laughs> but it did cost me twenty grand to do it. I will say the shrimp that I had on the Blackstone, I was smoke, I was smoking a cigar while I was yeah. cooking the shrimp. The shrimp was amazing with that cigar. Good, it was so good. Uh, number three, here we're ta- down to the top three. What do you think number one's price is going to be? Ballpark forty thousand. Okay, number three. <clears throat> Old Rip Van Winkle, Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve, 17-year-old straight Kentucky Burby whiskey. <laughs> Kentucky is my favorite food to have Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love Kentucky. Thanksgiving Day, I, I love me a good Kentucky. The average price is $22,588 at 50.5%. No tasting notes. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah. Buy it to find out. Parent company, Buffalo Trace. Well, we know the parent company. I want... All right, number two, Colonel E.H. Taylor, old-fashioned, sour mash, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Average price of $25,962 at 50% honey and leather. All right, so you said 40000 for number one. Yeah, I, I, I shot for the moon. Okay. It might be closer to thirty, but I'm okay. sticking with 40 Stick yes. with 40 All right. Old Rip Van Winkle, 25000 I knew it was going to be a pappy. Yep. I knew it. Yep, 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 yep. Old Rip Van Winkle. 25-year-old straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Average price, $55,165. Come on down. It is 50% sugar and oak. It's 50% way too much. That is a lot of money. Ooh, 55 grand. 55 grand for a bottle. Per bottle. Now you're getting into a good muscle car price there. Per bottle. Or a really, really nice double-wide trailer. 55 grand for a bottle. Of whiskey, yeah. No. So hard. Pass. After all of that, because we did not, uh, we did not rate our rum old fashions. We didn't. So I'm at a three and a half on a rum old fashioned. Okay, because I like a little sweetness. You do. I I'm at um. And, and honestly, you can use any rum, so it'll taste. Well, you know, you, that's people... the thing. Spiced rum is sweeter. Than just a basic rum. Correct. This Captain. is meant to be made with a basic rum. Yeah, and we made it with Captain. I made it with Captain Private Stock. Which in and of itself is sweet. Yes, it's very sweet. And then I also used the, in the, I made two different versions. I don't know if you tell the difference. I noticed a slight difference. Uh, one had your basic old-fashioned bitters. In- Ingostora. Yes, Fee Brothers. Yeah. Um, bitters. And the other one had... The bitters and orange bitters. So the first one had the bitters and orange bitters. The second one just had orange bitters um, with simple syrup. And I'm not because I'm not muddling my sugar. Um, I'm probably at like a two and a half. I want to try it again at some point with a not spiced rum. Yeah. Just unspiced. A, yeah. I don't need the spice. You don't need it to tell you what. It wants what it really, really wants. Right. And I don't want to tell it what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. Ziggy, 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 ow. <laughs> and you're my future. Forget my past. So, that's it. Yeah, I, I like the We literally fashion. spent 30 minutes just reading. Like, that list? That list. Oh. <laughs> I, time flies when you're being dumb. Enjoy that, fuckers. Yeah.
t- you know what? You will listen to it. And you will like you it. Will you will like give us it. a five star rating. Yes, and you will check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. Insta, Google, Twitchstagram. Aggressively. I hope. I hope that's really loud in my car speakers or something. I don't know. It's it probably get regulated after a post process. Mount up. <laughs> Regulators. All right. Mount I'm Martel. Up. He's Randy. I might change my name to Brand. We're out. If I hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. Is that the R. Kelly song from Space Jam? Hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the guy. Think about it every night and day. Spread my legs and fly away. I don't know all the lyrics. Obviously. I but believe you're, you're doing such a good I job. So <laughs> all right, let's let's end this. There's a midget in the cabinet. Ah! Have you seen that video? He's got small testicles from COVID. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? No. Oh my god! I'll have to see the midget in the cabinet video now. There's an R. Kelly video out there. You guys are gonna have to go look this up. R. Kelly singing. Because we're not going to link it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to link it. You guys need to go look it up. You need to do some fucking homework here. Yeah. Do you know what? Do your job. We, yeah. We've done ours. Do your own research. We have entertained you. Now do your own research. D Y O R. Yeah. But there's a do video. There's a video where he's singing. Yeah. And apparently this woman is cheating on her husband with a midget. <laughs> and he's hiding in the cabinet. And he's hiding in the ca- he's hiding in the cabinet. <laughs> That's it, so cute. And he comes like running out. And she's like he's like move. And she's like no. And he's like move. And he's like no. And he's like bitch move. <laughs> and he, he gets close to the cabinet. You know. And, you know and he opens up the cabinet. Gonna, and there's a midget in the cabinet. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a Blackstone <laughs> yeah, with, the, with the air box fryer thingies, so I can have a drawer for my midgets. <laughs> There's a midget in the drawer. <laughs> All right, we're, All done. Right, we're, we're done. done. That's it. All right, we'll see you guys.